Hello, everyone. Welcome to and Let's Be Heard for Friday, May 6th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay, we made it through another week. Another week of Democrat lies, another week of Democrat hypocrisy. Uh, a crazy week of, uh, you know, I want to talk about other things, but, you know, abortion and the Roe v. Wade leak that pretty much dominated the narrative all week long. Hopefully next week we can talk about some other stuff. But I think on Friday here, of course, we'll end with our film review, but um, I think we're going to talk about more Democrat hypocrisy. Why not? Why not talk about more Democrat hypocrisy? I mean, it's so, it's so, they're so rich in hypocrites that, uh, starting, of course, with their leader, the dementia uh, victim-in-chief, uh, Joe Biden, but <laughs> what's truly amazing is that I, 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 I talk to people who watch MSNBC. Believe it or not, don't hold it against me. I talk to people who watch MSNBC. And CNN, but especially MSNBC. And so many of my listeners who don't watch that station don't know what's happening there. So you may talk to your liberal friends, your Democrat friends, and they'll say things like, well, you know, the Roe v. Wade decision set aside what's really dangerous. What's really dangerous. We know we know it goes to the states. No, no. It's we know the MSNBC is says telling the truth that it goes to the states. It's not making abortion illegal. But the Republicans will then make it illegal when they take over Congress. Uh, see, that's what they're pushing on MSNBC, that the Republicans, when they win, when they win in November, which they will, certainly the House, possibly the Senate, will then make abortion illegal. They'll put a law to make it illegal because they won't have to deal with Roe v. Wade anymore. See, this is how MSNBC is trying to scare people, how the Democrats are trying to scare people into voting Democrat. It's how they're trying to scare their base. That's all Democrats do is scare people, scare people with COVID, scare people with masks, scare people with vaccines, scare, scare, scare. So that's their game to scare people. If they can't scare them to death, then they'll scare them to the polls to vote for Democrats. Now, of course, it would just take a little bit of logic, but logic doesn't matter anymore. When you say, well, you know, 85% of the people who died of COVID really didn't die of COVID, with COVID, we have proof of that. When you have proof that masks don't work and vaccines don't work and vaccine passports don't work, they don't want to hear about any kind of proof or numbers or stats. They don't want to hear that Florida did better than California despite not having any regulations. They didn't want to hear that Texas did better than New York despite not having the regulations. They don't want to hear about that kind of stuff. Sweden better than the United States, so on and so forth. They don't want to hear facts. And so, you try to break down. You go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's say the Republicans take over the Senate. They'll take over the House and probably by a good margin, but they'd have to have the Senate too. Okay, let's say they win and, t- and have a three-seat majority, which would be actually a huge – the way the map is set up, it favors Democrats in the Senate this, this time around. It's just the, the third that are running favor the Democrats. So let's say, let's say it's, a, it's a tsunami and the Republicans – it goes from 50-50 to 53-49, right? 53-47. How does that – how, how – so, so fi- let's say there are 53 Republicans and that's it. There's a real tsunami, 53 Republicans next year. How, how is the Senate going to pass any laws that, that uh, make abortion illegal around the whole country? So Susan Collins is going to vote for it in Maine? Lisa Murkowski is going to vote for it in, in – uh, in, uh, Alaska, uh, a Republican, a possible Republican senator from Georgia or Arizona, they're going to vote for it. How about there's a Republican senator from a, a purple state or a blue state? They, they're going to vote for it too. 
You see, this is how stupid this is. This is how stupid these scare tactics are. First of all, they'd have to get to 60 anyway. But they couldn't even get to 50. They couldn't get, how, how are they going to get to 51? If there were 53, let's say 51 passed it. Just a majority. They do get away with the filibuster, but McConnell does away with the filibuster, whatever, and 51 is needed. How are they going to get 51 Republican senators to vote to make abortion illegal in the country? How? They're lucky if they get 15. I mean, these people want to get reelected. And so if they come from a purple state or a blue state or a light red state, they're going to lose. They know their people in their state don't want abortion to be illegal around the country. It's so idiotic. Once again, you, it's, it's, like all, it's like every Republican in the Senate is going to vote to make abortion illegal. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. But logic doesn't matter. You see, facts, logic doesn't matter. They just want to scare their voters into voting Democrat because the bad, the mean, awful Republicans will make abortion illegal now once Roe v. Wade is out of the way. Facts don't matter to them. It's just all they have. All they have is the scare game. All they have is that game where they're going to scare their voters to the polls. That's it. That's what, the, that's what this leak will do, but not even a leak. Look, the, the ruling would have come out in a month or two anyway. So the ruling would have come out well before November. So they would have used this regardless to scare their voters to the polls. But all they have now is to use this decision, if it does go the way people think it's going to go, to scare people into voting to the polls. Because why? Republicans will make this here, – here, here's, here's what Republicans will do. They'll make abortion illegal around the country. Once again, they can't do any of these things, and they won't do any of these things. They'll make abortion legal around the, throughout the country. Um, they're going to make gay children not be able to be with stra- – straight children and gay children not be able to have the same classes. By the way, Biden said that, and then Saki was asked, where, where are these laws exist? And she goes, well, there are discriminatory laws. Well, but where's the laws exist that gay and straight kids can't be in the same class? Well, there are discriminatory laws. No, but they know Biden's a schmuck face. And what he said made no sense, but they can't – Jen Psaki can't say – by the way, Psaki's gone in a week. We'll talk about that in a second. But Jen Psaki can't say my, my boss is a schmuck face. She can't say my, my boss is a dementia-ridden old fool. So she's got to lie and say, well, there are laws. There are laws. There are laws. What laws? No laws. Why doesn't she tell the activists what states have these laws so they can go tack those states? Wouldn't the activists, wouldn't the LGBTQRSV+, wouldn't they want to know what states have these laws where gay children can't be in the same classrooms as straight children so they can go attack people and loot and riot? Why not tell them? Because they don't exist. They never have existed and they never will exist. Once again, it's all scare tactics. It's all scare tactics. It's like, it's like Biden making the leap between Roe v. Wade being overturned and it being sent back to the states and saying, we're gonna set, they're going to set all of, your, all of your children on fire. But how do you know Republicans aren't just going to set all your children on fire? I mean, it's absolutely insane. We know the Democrats mask infants. That we know. We know the Democrats slap masks on two-year-olds. We know that. We know Democrats love masking up kindergartners. We know that. That's proven for two and a half years now. But the fact that Republicans are not going to allow straight and gay children in the same class, there's no proof of that. That's like a fantasy world of Democrats who want to scare their voters into going to the polls. So this is basically what they're doing. This is basically what it, what it comes down to. And once again, we will talk – Democrats love to talk, oh, those Republicans in the South, those, those shit kickers, they're so dumb. Well, Democrat politicians – and pundits on TV know the Democratic voters are pretty dumb too, that they can push this shit off. 
and they're not going to do what I just did in four minutes and logically work their way through it and say, wait a minute. There's no laws that gay children and straight children can't be together in classrooms. It's not going to happen. Wait a minute. They're not going to have enough votes in the Senate to make abortion illegal around the country. No, 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 no. You have schmucks, schmucks like Lawrence O'Donnell and Rachel Maddow and Chris Hayes, a, a child in adult clothing, saying these things. And the viewers go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's an actual real possibility. Oh, my God. Abortion will be illegal next year. So. It's, all, it's actually a scare tactic to scare gullible people who right now are very on the edge because of COVID. You know, they've already been on the edge, right, because of COVID. And a lot of these people that may have been able to think straight 27 months ago can't think straight now because they got long COVID brain. So – and Trump derangement syndrome and DeSantis derangement syndrome and Russia derangement syndrome and all those derangement syndromes the left have. And they can't think straight. So they're easily scared now. They're easily scared. And, Republic- and Democrats know that. So you have, you have uh, you know, Chucky Schumer um, going out and screaming and yelling. And you have uh, Kamala Harris going out and screaming and yelling. And Elizabeth Warren looking like a chicken without a head, screaming and yelling. This is all to get their voters mad and angry and scared, you know, and get them to the polls. So that's, you know, just so you know what's going on on the other side, because I know people on the other side. I used to be on that side. I used to watch MSNBC nightly for years. So I know what's going on. And I want you to know what's going on so you're prepared for this, for this whole thing. Not that it's a surprise. I'm sure it's not a surprise at all because you know Democrats. You know what they are all about. You know what they've been about for the last two and a half years. And this is all they have. I mean they're so down in the polls on everything. Their president's in the dumps. You can't get to 50 on any, any subject. Not even one issue can you get even half the people to say he's doing a good job. So, you know, 81 million votes, poof. You know, he's got maybe 25 million of those people still on his side. So they know that. They know he's in trouble. They know the Democrats are in trouble. They know the economy's in the shitter. They know inflation's through the roof. People are paying five to $8 a gallon for gas. The people can't pay their bills. They can't pay their rent. The, the groceries are up if you can find them. They know all the real issues that people care about on a daily basis they're losing on. So they got to come up with these stupid wedge issues. That most people don't care about. They might think about a couple of times a year or if they look – if they turn on the TV or go on social media. But for the most part, people don't care about these things when they wake up in the morning. They don't wake up in the morning. Once again, I've said this before. They don't wake up thinking – if they wake up worried at all, they don't worry about – they don't worry about abortion. They don't worry about Roe v. Wade. They don't worry about that. They worry about their rent, their bills, their gas. Can they put enough gas to get to work today or do I have to not have dinner tomorrow or do I have to eat pizza instead of – it? come on. You know the deal. You're real people. You know the deal. You've had to make these decisions. You have to make these – do I have to – can I feed my family tonight or do I have to go to work? Do I have to take off from work today so I can feed – these are the things they think about. These are things that happen to millions of people every day. The Democrats don't want you thinking about these real scary things, these real world Real news, scary things. They want to make up fake news, fake scary things. Like the Republicans are going to make your children not be able to mingle. Gay and straight children not be able to say say same classes. That the Republicans are going to, once they get in, they're going to get down and vote. McConnell's going to call the vote and they're going to make abortion illegal everywhere. Come on, it's absurd. Absolutely absurd. In the movie, you couldn't write such a stupid script. But this is what they're about. So I just wanted to alert you. On what's going on on the other side. And that's what's going on on the other side. Oh, I have to go back to Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom here in California. 
the, the biggest hypocrite of the hypocrites, the biggest hypocrites of the hypocrites is, uh, is now saying, my body, my choice. Now, remember, he was literally the only governor in America that issued a COVID vaccine mandate for schools, right? Uh, you have Kathy Hochul in New York saying, my body, my choice, and she was the only governor in America that issued a vaccine mandate for the state, right? The vaccine mandate to go to work. Eric Adams, New York City, vaccine mandate for the city, saying, my body, my choice, the only city in the country that has that. So all these hypocrite, hypocrite Democrats saying, my body, my choice now, oh, rights, constitutional rights, 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 stomped on rights for two and a half years, didn't give a shit, don't give a fuck. Okay? So we know they're hypocrites. Their words mean nothing. They're empty suits. Okay? They're big nothing balls of hypocrisy and double standards and ignorance. But of course, it doesn't stop them from talking once again because they know their voters will buy it anyway. They know their voters will buy it anyway. There's a woman on Twitter who went to a, uh, a rally, a My Body, My Choice rally, spoke to 20 people. Only one of them, she said, of the 20 people she spoke to, agreed that My Body, My Choice also means you don't have to, your children don't have to be vaccinated. The 19 out of 20 said, no, no, that, no, that's not My Body, My Choice. You must force vaccinate your children. They should be forced to get vaccinated. So these people are full of shit. You know, once again, I, I was a my body, my choice person, and it, still in principle, in, in, in principle I am. But since 99 percent, 19 out of 20, let's say, of these people for two and a half years were not saying my body, my choice when it came to vaccinations, vaccinations to go to school, vaccinations to go to work, vaccinations to go into a bar or restaurant. When they were forced masking everybody, my body, my choice didn't matter. Bodily autonomy didn't matter. Medical procedures could be forced on you. So these people are full of shit. So you know what? They could shove my body, my choice up there, you know what, okay? I'm not going to be out there protesting with them. I'm not going to be out there marching with them, okay? They can do their thing. But now it falls flat with me. Now it falls flat with me. I'm sorry, you made the choice to get pregnant now. So now I'm going to say, look, you think I should be forced to vaccinate? You did it. Have the child. Too bad. Too bad. You should have been on my side for the last two and a half years. Not just my side. Fuck my side. I didn't, I didn't lose a job because I didn't get vaccinated. But people did. People lost their jobs. Millions of people couldn't go to restaurants or bars in, in, in California and New York in other states, for months and months and months. Workers couldn't go to work. People couldn't go to work for months and months and months. They're still not allowing them back to work in places like New York and in some places in California. So the hell with you and your my body, my choice. It falls flat, okay? It's not just when you say it is. It's not, not just when you say it's your body, your choice, okay? That's not the way it works, kids, okay? That's not the way this works. It's my body, my choice across the board, or it's not my body, my choice across the board. You either believe the government can force you to get medical procedures or you don't think the government can force you to get medical procedures. Okay, there's no maybe here, maybe there, when I feel it's necessary, when I don't feel it's necessary personally. It's not the way it works. Not the way it works. Okay, because how about this? Personally, I feel if you get pregnant, you should have the kid. Don't get pregnant. Have the guy wear a condom, take a pill. It's 2022. No bullshit. Personal responsibility. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming other people. Rape aside. Rape aside, obviously exceptions for medical stuff, for, for rape and forced pregnancies. But on the other hand, why? why? You, you, made, you made us get the jab just to be able to survive, just to be able to live like normal people. And you trashed us. You trashed people that didn't. You made them feel dirty. 
You made, the, you made them feel the way Hitler made Jews feel. Okay? All right? You made them feel the way a lot of conservatives made blacks feel back in the 40s and 50s. You made them feel the way a lot of conservatives made gays feel in, in the 70s and 80s. That's what you were. That's what you are still, many of you. So I don't want to hear anymore about my body, my choice. You had the chance to back that up when it wasn't about one specific thing and you blew it. Yeah, had your chance to be consistent, not a hypocrite, and you blew it. So just like Democratic Party has lost me, just like progressive have lost me, now the pro-choice people have lost me. And it's a shame. And you've lost a lot of people. Democrats have the reason why they're losing big in November. The reason why they have any concern about losing the House and the Senate in November is because of what they've done over the last two and a half years. So you've lost me. You lost someone who voted for Bernie Sanders twice. If you lost someone who has been pro-choice his whole life and, for, and have, in the past has done pro-choice events and rallies and meetings, if you've lost me, a guy who also voted for Bernie Sanders twice, okay, think of how many millions of people you've lost. I want you to think about that if you're a Democrat. How many millions of people have you lost because of what you've done over the last 27 months. And now you want us to come fight for you now, you see? Now you want us to come fight for your body, your choice. Doesn't work that way. You were not loyal to us. I'm not being loyal to you. That's the way it goes. I believe in loyalty, but it's got to be a two-way street. It's got to be a two-way street. And whether you were scared into not being loyal, whether you were scared into being a hypocrite, unless you were scared into double standards, I don't care. Don't be scared. We all die. We're all, none of us are going to get out of If you realize, if you truly realize the fact, the real news fact that we're, none of us are going to get out of this alive, then you won't be so scared. You won't be so fucking scared if you're able to come to peace with that eventuality. But you've got to be so scared that you just sold it out. You sold everyone out. And this is what you're going to get. You'll be out there alone protesting at, at uh, the Supreme Court. You're going to be out there alone. And every politician like Gavin Newsom, who took away people's rights for two and a half years in the, it, under the guise of health, i.e. Hitler, and now is saying, by body, my choice. Now is saying rights, constitutional rights. They're taking our rights away. Get the fuck. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. As Ian Miller, my friend who wrote Unmasked, said, I'm not sure which is my favorite part. Gavin pretending to be an expert biologist while being unable to define what a woman is. Did he say this about Newsom? I want to make sure. Yes, yes. I'm not sure which is my favorite part. Him pretending to be an expert biologist while being unable to define what a woman is, undermining of democracy and legitimacy of the Supreme Court, or the blatant hypocrisy of saying it's about control while flying unvaccinated workers. Yes, that's something else Gavin Newsom said. This is about control, controlling Republicans, control, Supreme Court and Republicans controlling women's bodies. Well, this guy fired unvaccinated workers when this is all about power and control for him and the Democrats for two and a half years now. Making people wear masks, making people get their shot. <laughs> but now, you see, the, the anti-abortion people can't say, the anti-abortion people can't say this is about the health of the child who you're killing, right? They can't say that, right? Right? They can't say that. Why can't they say that? 
Why can't they put the guise of health? Why can't they use health of the child who's dying? Okay? Forefront and saying that's why it should be illegal. The way schmucks like Newsom used health, health, health to, to control people for two and a half years. To make people do exactly what they wanted them to do for two and a half years. I would think the, 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 it was all about health, right? And people, wasn't it all about health and people not dying, limiting the number of deaths? How come, the, how, come the, how come the anti-abortion people can't say it's limiting the number of deaths of children? How come they can't say that? That's not right? Sounds right to me. If you're going to use health, be consistent. If you're going to use it about, lim- about limiting deaths and preventing deaths, be consistent. But they're not consistent. Look, people want it just their way. That's what it comes down to. And people like me who are incredibly consistent and not hypocrites, we're on, the outs- we're on the outside looking in. We're in the minority, baby. We're in the minority, baby. But this is all, everything I've written for two years and all these shows that I've done for the past six months, they'll all be history. They'll all be there forever for people to see who was on, I was on the right side of history, just like many people listening to me have been on the right side of history for the last two and a half years. I want to stop talking about Gavin Newsom. I'm, t- I'm tired of talking about Gavin Newsom. And as Ian Miller says, here it is. This is a follow-up tweet, and it's just what I've been saying. The best part about Newsom is he knows he can get away with the hypocrisy and faux outrage because no one in the California media will ask him a difficult question or point out what a malicious liar he is. And yes, as I add, what a hypocrite he is. And I'll add to that, not just the California media, the California voters. That's what Newsom cares about the most. The California voting about the California media. The California voters will not hold him accountable for his lies and his hypocrisy and his double standards. They won't do it. They simply won't do it. Just like the media and the Democratic voters will not hold Biden accountable for his lies and his hypocrisies and his double standards. They simply won't do it. They won't do it. You got one guy in that White House, and I'll talk about that before we get to the film review, the fact that Jen Psaki is leaving, and she's leaving, of course, for a huge, probably multi-million dollar gig at MSNBC, which we all knew. And this has been going, this is for months now, we knew this, and yet she was still the White House press secretary, showing you what a shit show that is, showing you what a shit show of lies that is. And incredible. But I'd say, I mean, you could say, you know, it's not right and it's not ethical, but they don't care. I mean, she lies all the time. Everyone, you, can, you know she's lying. You know it's not a fair game. You know she's the mouthpiece for the, not she's the mouthpiece for the White House, she's the mouthpiece for the liberals. She's the mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. She's the head mouth, the chief mouthpiece for the Democrat, liberal Democrats. She's not hiding that. So you could say it's a conflict of interest, and it actually is in a real ethical world. In a real ethical society, of course it's a conflict of interest, but is it really? We know she's lying. We know she's one-sided. We know she's a mouthpiece for the left. So what's, you know, it's not like a shock. It's just, it's just like the, you know, Oz, right, the curtain. That curtain is gone now. There's no more curtain anymore with anything. You know, you just you see the machinations now. You see what's going on behind the curtain because they don't care. They can flaunt it once again because there's no way their voters are going to vote them out. 
There's no way their cult is going to hold them responsible. Right? There's no accountability. There's no punishment for it. So you might as well just lift the curtain up. And that's it. And show everyone what's going on. And we all know what's going on. So yes, Jen Psaki is leaving, uh, I believe, next Friday. She has one more week. And then she'll be replaced by the other woman who lies. I mean, it's like not getting people like, oh, Jen Psaki's leaving. Oh, great. What's the difference? It's not going to make any kind of a difference. There's no difference. One liar will be replaced by another liar. And when that liar leaves, they'll be replaced by yet another liar. So, look. It's never-ending never lies. They don't care. They truly don't. And, you know, that's the way it is. Like I said, I'll give Lawrence O'Donnell credit for one thing, which he said I've, – I've said this in the past, which he said during the Trump administration when, when they stopped doing those, those White House press conferences. He said there's no reason to do it because if you're a Democrat in office, you gain the Democrat point of view. If you're a Republican in office, you gain the Republican point of view. And there's no real answers and it's all scripted and it's all spin. And he's right. So Trump was right to get rid of them because they're just a clown show. But Biden likes a clown show. His whole administration is a clown show. Okay, that's enough talking about abortion all week long. And Roe v. Wade and hypocrite Democrats, shifty liberals, Adam Shifty liberals. Uh, let's do our film review. Let's do our film review before we retire for the weekend. Okay, the film review is going to be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Now, this stars Benedict Cumberbatch. I have to tell you, I had not seen... I saw the latest Spider-Man film with Doctor Strange character. I have not seen some of the other films, the other Marvel films with Doctor Strange or the first Doctor Strange movie in 2016. There were people in the audience who had. So it was like the first night of showing. So there was a lot of Doctor Strange fans. And all I can tell you is they seemed to really like it. They were reacting. They were laughing at the jokes. They love the CGI. They love the evidently, you know, the characters come back from other from other from, from the past film and other other Marvel comic series that I'm not up to date with. So you know, like Patrick Stewart shows up and they all clap. So everyone seemed to like it. Everyone seemed to like, you know, the characters. All I can say is I love Benedict Cumberbatch, and I think this, you know, Doctor Strange is a Marvel comic and it's about multi multiverse universes where you have a a different self that looks like you and has your same name in a different universe, and there are several different universes, there are several different U's, there are several different Doctor Stranges. You know, Doctor Strange is involved with a was involved with a woman that didn't work out, but they have, you know, she's she's also in her character is also in different universes. It's confusing, but it's not really confusing. They're just different universes, different cities, different societies, um, in different uh, stages of development. Some are really well developed, some are dilapidated, some have been destroyed. And, you know, so Ben Cumberbatch's character is in all these different universes, as are the other characters. And they go back and forth through portals through these different universes. Ben Cumberbatch spends a lot of the time doing, like, I'm sure you've seen the commercials, like those hand movements, you know, where he's, he's, con- he's conducting and making things move. It must be, he must need a chiropractor by the end of these movies. You know, so he has certain movements. And you know they're choreographed. He has to move his hands a certain way. It's not just random. So even that has to be difficult. But he's such a great actor, Ben Cumberbatch. I mean, I think a series like this, a Marvel comic series, really benefits from a real serious actor who can ground everything. And in this film, basically, he is um, 
he has to go into a, uh, he casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, uh, alternate versions of himself, you know, and there's a threat to humanity, um, which is created in this film by a woman. It gives a little bit of a sentimental grounding to it, a little bit of a emotional depth. It, there's a woman who plays a witch, and uh, it's, uh, she's Elizabeth Olsen. She plays Wanda, and she's Wanda, but she's also in another universe, she's a witch. Now, the Wanda character has two children, two boys. The witch, Elizabeth Olsen, in the other universe, wants the children. She, she dreams of these children. She dreams of her other self, and she wants the children for herself. So she does bad things to try to get the children for herself because she really wants children. So there's a bit of emotional grounding to it, emotional gravitas, and the acting is great. Elizabeth Olsen's great. Benedict Cumberbatch um, is fantastic. Uh, Benedict Wong is in it. He plays another sorcerer. Uh, so it's got great. It's got good acting, and like I said, Cumberbatch really grounds the whole thing. So while there's tons of CGI and tons of action sequences and monsters and aliens and things he has to fight off and fend off as he goes from universe to universe to try to save the universe, um, you've got the great acting of Benedict Cumberbatch to hold it all together. And, you know, he, he treats the character, you know, as, as a, a real person. It's a real flesh-and-blood human character that he's fleshed out, uh, which really makes it work. Otherwise, it would just be special effects. And like I said, I'm not an expert. I kind of wish I had seen the other films and I would have gotten there were some, you know, the, the characters and the in-jokes. But the audience, who obviously were big Doctor Strange fans, loved it. You could tell they loved it. They stayed through the credits. They clapped at the end. You know, there are a couple of if you if you're into staying through the credits, there are a couple of scenes into the credits you should stay for, which of course is going to be the next films because it's going to make you know hundreds of millions of dollars. So there'll be another film, and probably another one after that. Uh, yeah, a great uh, you know great for Benedict Cumberbatch, great you know making a lot of money doing well, and like I said, a good actor who really grounds the film and keeps you interested throughout. I'm going to give Doctor Strange. In the Multiverse of Madness, a B, solid B. Definitely go see it. It's worth going to see, especially uh, if you're a fan, obviously, of the series and of the character. You'll love it. And if you're a Ben Cumberbatch fan, I think you'll like it. Okay, that's And Let's Be Heard for Friday. And for the week, I'm Micah Chopley. Really have a great weekend. But remember, don't forget, because it's the weekend and you can have a good time, don't, don't forget, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you Monday.